When training a new person from outside the industry, what are the top two or three points that we need to train them on so they succeed and they stick around? And have confidence. And have confidence. All right, top three things. Thing number one, they need to have clarity on their goals, period. This business is not for someone who is not goal-oriented. If you just think that you're gonna show up for work every day and put in an effort without chasing something, you will fail or you'll be broke and then fail. People in this business are successful because they're chasing something bigger than themselves. They want to achieve more and set a new benchmark. So if the benchmark is not there, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, a great read. Another one, obviously, on the mindset side. <laughs> uh, what was that? Can you get my copy? Maybe, we'll see. Say something smart later, we'll do it. He did say something smart earlier. So thing number one is having a goal. All right, in this business, again, think of the times, how many days have you had that you just wanted to quit, go home and drink instead of be at work? Let's be real, raise your hand. Has that happened to you? Have you ever had a day that you're like, hey, this really sucks? So here's the truth, and then I'm gonna get to the other, the other two pieces. Money is only so much, but it is the, the reason that the majority of people come into this business. People don't come into this business because they're excited to go knock on a stranger's door, and they're not getting into this business because they're passionate about roofs. They're getting into this business like I did and like most people do, which is the rug got ripped out from under me, I'm broke, and I need to make a change. Or I have nowhere else to go, I'm unemployable, the roofing industry will take me. That's how most people come into it. And when we're broke, money is all that matters. And then once we make money, money doesn't matter that much. It's called the hedonic treadmill. I talk about it in my book. The hedonic treadmill is once we adapt and get used to a certain lifestyle, it becomes normal. And they've studied this with folks that have gone from homeless to saying, hey, if I just had uh, a clean bed every night, everything would be fine. And they get a clean bed. If only I had my own place, everything would be fine. They get their own place. If only I had a more stable job that paid better, they get it. If only I had a car to get to work, they get it. If only I could afford to buy my house, they get it. If only I could afford to remodel the kitchen, they get it. Again, this is the hedonic treadmill. So there are days that are going to occur where that person, once they achieve that income goal or are on track, the, the number in the past, inflation changed it, used to be about $75,000 75, a year. Again, adjust for, for living costs and wherever you live. Once you're at that point, someone's gonna have a bad day and they're gonna pull up at the neighborhood, they're gonna have had their teeth kicked in, they're gonna have had the crew call because they left a bottle of pee on the driveway and the homeowner's angry about that. Uh, they're gonna have some other failure, they got a flat tire, and they're gonna be like, screw this, I don't wanna get out of my door and go to work today. And, and there needs to be a deeper why, which brings me to number two. Having a deeper why. The, the exercise that I like to walk people through is this. I ask a salesperson, how much money do you wanna make? Okay, how much money do you wanna make? And then I have them write it down in a goal, I have made X amount by this date. Once they write that down, I ask them this next question. Why do you wanna make that much? If they can't answer that question, they do not have a why. We go deeper, don't worry. I've ha I did this to a gentleman, he says to me, Adam, I wanna earn $450,000 a year, that's my goal. And I was like, that's really specific. Like, I feel like if you were that close to half a million, dude, just punch it to 500,000. You know, why are we stopping at 450? And I said, well, why, why do you wanna make 450,000? And he goes, well, I've never made that much. So my next question was, well, what was the most you've ever made? And he said, 60,000. And I was like, that's a leap. It's a really big leap. But I'm a, I'm a dreamer, I'm all for moonshots. Like I'm not judging him. But then I asked him again, this next question, why is that so important to you? And he stared at me like a deer in the headlights. 
Do you think he hit 450 that year? No, hell no, he didn't. So question number one, how much money do you want to make? Why do you want to make that much? And then why is that so important to you? Another answer from someone else who also said 450, this was at a different event, this was a company I trained in Denver, said something like this. How much do you want to make? 450. Why? why? Why do you want to make 450? Because I didn't have the stability of a house and comfort as a kid growing up, and I want to provide that to my kids. I want to be able to purchase a home. I want to be able to save, to put my, save money to put my kids through college and pay off all my debt, and I want to be able to buy my parents a house. And why is that so important to you? Because I really want to give back. Soccer was the number one thing that kept me grounded in life. And I know that there are kids out there that can't play soccer, especially traveling, because they can't afford it. So I want to start a nonprofit soccer league that will allow kids to play traveling soccer regardless of their, of their income. Who do you think is going to have an easier time on the Friday afternoon while they, after they had a crap week actually going to work versus going to sit at the bar? Yeah, second guy. So that's thing number two. Thing number three, role play. The reason that I gave you this list of these three things, number one is the goal, number two is the why, number three is role play, is when we talk about training, I could say train on this, train on that, but everyone's gonna pick things up differently. There's some people that will pick up pitching at the door really quick. There's some people that have no problem with objections, others are gonna freeze like a deer in the headlights. Some people cannot follow a process when it comes to presenting, others are really detail-oriented and they just need it word by word. But the only way that they're gonna excel in sales is through practice. And if they think that they can practice in the real world, what they realize is they're having better odds here at this casino because they're gambling with their livelihood. Every time they go out to a house and they just try to make it work, they're gambling with their livelihood. Because who in this room is the primary uh, breadwinner of your household? Most hands go up. If your hand did not go up, you married very well. Nice, nice work. Most of us are the primary breadwinner in our household, which means the income depends on us. So if we don't practice, Every time we go in, out in the real world and we screw up, we're taking food out of our loved one's mouths and we're literally letting customers take money out of our pocket. So we do role play to practice role play. When you talked about building confidence, role play is where people are not confident. Make people comfortable in the hardest situation, which is in role play, and they quickly become comfortable. I do role play with my team. I do role play when I'm out with companies training. And the role play that I teach, which is in my system, but I'll share the high level details. Number one, keep it short. Just like in repetitions, if you're, if you're weightlifting or training, you have a short focused repetition. Tip number two, you don't let someone respond. So if Miha and I are doing role play on the objection, I have to think about it, I'm gonna say, hey Miha, I have to think about it. All I want is for Miha to respond like that, that's it. It doesn't matter what I say back because I'm trying to build in the repetition of that muscle memory of learning how to respond to the objection. And then tip number three is we do an after action report. So I'll pause, be like, Miha, what did you do well? What could you do better next time? Team, what did he do well? What could you do better next time? Then I coach him through the same and then we repeat. And when we practice those three things, having a goal, having a why, and doing practice, that's how we build confidence in a, in a clear vision of what they need to accomplish. As we come to a close, I just wanted to wrap up with a personal message, a quick ask and an invitation. First, I just want to say thank you so much for spending your very valuable time with me today, whether you were driving between appointments, working out, or doing some chores like the dishes in the house. And if you've found any value in this episode or any others, if you've experienced personal sales breakthroughs or been able to give customers an even better experience on your journey to smashing your income goal, then I ask, would you please write me a review on the podcast platform that you're listening to right now? It'd mean the world to me. And thank you so much. 
Now for the invitation. If you're an owner or a manager or a sales rep who's currently not satisfied with the sales training platform that you're using, maybe you don't really have a formal training for yourself or for your team and you're looking for that place to turn that might align with the values and have the team already bought in, then I'd love to invite you to learn more about how I might be able to help. Just the same way I've helped many, many thousands of folks just like you solve the very same sales problems that you're likely facing right now. And this platform is currently being used in every single state in the US by many, 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 many thousands from tiny companies that are just getting started to quite a few of the largest roofing companies in America. And it's one of the reasons that I've been selected as Owens Corning's official sales training partner. Now, inside this program, you're going to learn how to self-generate more leads without having to spend more money on marketing or rely on your company if you're a sales rep and learn how to overcome objections right there on the spot like that without the cat getting your tongue or getting caught on your heels. And you'll be using a system to be closing sales in the house confidently without coming across as salesy and without winging it in the house. And the system is lightning fast and I put my money where my mouth is and I back it up with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you're not satisfied, I'll buy it back from you. And it is a one time only investment. We don't rope you into monthly fees or annual fees buying the same stuff over and over again. Now, if any of that interests you, the best next step would be to get a demo. And that way you can see and decide for yourself if it's even worth it. And to do that is super easy. You can just text the word demo, D-E-M-O, to 303-222-7133. That's demo to 303-222-7133. Can't wait to tour you around, and thank you again for joining me on this episode, and I can't wait to tune in with you on the next one.